You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Morning, everyone. Time for another Sunday Q and A. Um, I want to start off with a question from Howard Carney. Are you going to the CX evening on Tuesday? Actually, Howard, I'm ever so sorry, mate, but I'm not going to make it. Um, the more observant among you over there may have noticed a slight difference to my usual Sunday location, rather than being in that Bean Valhalla-ish type front room of mine, which, you know, it's all front room, trust me, the rest of it's not impressive. Um, I'm in Gozo, <laughs> so I've got a bit of a confession. The videos that I posted this week, I recorded last week before I went away. Uh, the reason I did this was, A, you guys still need help, and I can't just whack them all out in one go because otherwise you're going to get sick of the sight of my voice and my face. Uh, B, the channel's doing all right. I'm up to about... 800, 800 something subscribers, nearly 800 subscribers, maybe, I think, I forget. If I get a 1,000, then YouTube pay me money. They give me 50 quid a month, which is 50 quid a month. Um, and see, I've always been told that it's not a wise idea to advertise to the population in general that you're not there. So I apologise <laughs> if you thought I was at home, and anyone who rung me, it will explain why you've got the international ringtone. But... By the time I put this video out, it's actually Saturday. By the time I put this video out, I'm going to probably launch it as soon as I get back tomorrow at Luton Airport. So I'll be back, I'll be on the road, <clears throat> and they'll be coming to you as I do them. Like, you know? So, guys, what can I say, you know? Um, anyway, I'm sorry I missed the evening. Hope you had a wonderful time. It's a shame. It would have been good for me. It would have been good for me to uh, meet a load of people. Uh, hopefully not the ones that want to beat me up. But... Um, 
yeah, it would have been good to meet you. It'd been good faces to names. It probably would have been good for networking, which is something I've never liked or never understood. The idea of walking around a room talking to complete strangers, smiling nicely in a false manner, just to try and get yourself more work. Just uh, rubs me out the wrong way, really. But anyhow, there you go. Right. Anyway, on to serious questions. Here we go. Uh, Tom Swift, have you ever had to wrap a pallet? Tom, I'm useless. Um, if they turn up um, and they put them on, I kind of think that'll be all right. That job I did where I had to deliver all them tins of Starbucks coffee over to um, Embankment Station in London, I opened up the back of the van and there was cans everywhere. I thought, oh, for God's sake. And if I'd have just taken a bit more care and maybe used my pad, it was heavy. If I'd have moved it slightly further or got some straps around it, I would have avoided that load of grief. Having said that, I've seen enough people wrap pallets. Um, you can get the plastic, I think it's about a fiver on Amazon, or if you're clever about it, if you go into places normally, you can go, oh, mate, see that bit of plastic clean wrap over there? It's half empty. Do you need that one? And they go, oh, no, just take it, we've got loads. And then what you do is you tie in the back corner, and you go round and round and round and round, and then over the top. The other thing about me is I'm kind of sort of a bit, oh, so stupid, environmental which is why I really like if I get a backload. Because I hate coming back empty, because I'm thinking, I'm doing all this diesel, you know, the fact that I'm not earning any money aside, and it just, seems, it just strikes me such a waste. Even if I can get a box on board like I did the other day, um, and just the amount of plastic, I sometimes go, oh, Jesus, that's a lot of plastic. Having said that, if you open up the van and the load's gone funny or you smashed it, well, the whole thing's academic anyway. So I will do a video on how to do that. And I'll also do a video on how to get pallets into a Luton van because you can get five pallets onto a Luton van. I had done a video before about how to do it with a pallet truck. Um, but um, as long as the pallets are bang on as well, if you turn up and they go, we've got four pallets, and they're kind of slightly over, even if it's by like an inch or two, you can go, mate, that's not a pallet. Because if they're over by an inch, you can't get them next to each other. The bed is probably about 2.2 metres across, and a pallet is 2 metres across. So you just need that little inch or so just to be able to slide it in between the two. If they go a little bit over, you can go, you can rewrap that. <laughs> you know, so there we go. Uh, right, what have we got? Um, oh, also, uh, Nicholas Falls. How to get a 3 to 4 metre pallet on a Luton van. Now, this is quite like this. Tony got me onto this. Is um, they will require a curtain side if the pallet is oversized, and I ring them up and go, "Do you need a curtain side?" Because I've had four meter pallets on my van before, and as long as they ring the customer, now you can do it. As long as you've got um, a fork truck, one fork truck, two is better, um, at either end, a tail lift, and a five-ton ratchet strap. That's the big thick ones, and there's a way. Oh, and a pallet truck. So a pallet truck helps, but it's not even necessary. And I've had one-ton pallets that are three meters long on my Luton van. And when you get up, you know, you get to them, they go, "Oh, I don't know, how we're going to get that off." And you go, "Lads, lads, lads, calm down. I've done this before." And you dum to dum and get the truck in. Well, it's easier to show you. So I could describe it, and you'd probably go, "What?" So next time I've got to do a long pallet job, I'll, I'll do a video for it. So you're of course going on that one. Um, Michael, oh, Paul Coates, the webpage isn't working. No, we kind of come about stuck with that one. Um, basically, I do come to, I've been talking to CX. I've, I'm doing this thing with Al, and we're upgrading to something called Small Fleet, which is a lot of the stuff I've been doing up to now is on a driver. Now we're upgrading to Small Fleet, which has many perks, and we're looking to try and build it a little bit, as you know, as I've said before. And I'll be doing videos about how I'm upgrading to Small Fleet and the differences there is between owner driver and Small Fleet and the differences it will make to you. And if anybody else wants to do the same as me, please jump on. 
Um, but yeah, the question was, uh, yeah, the web page isn't working. Well, part of this web page thing we did, I think the transport page is still fine, but the um, Academy page um, had a lot of copyrighted material on it. And they went, <laughs> I spoke to him, he said, right, Pete, um, you've got to work with them. I don't know what upset them if they ever turn around and say, because if you break the rules, they throw you off. Um, and they went, uh, yeah, you can't do that. <laughs> so instantly we went, fine. No problem, absolutely no problem at all. We took it down, and I think it is due to be revamped and relaunched at some stage. But um, Al's kind of been busy. He does a double glazing as well, and I've been busy too. <laughs> there you go. So, um, so I've been busy. It's not thought. Um, Michael Howell, uh, car transporting. Is there one for car transporting? Not particularly, but car transporting jobs do come up on the CX. Uh, it's one of those things, they don't come up so often, but if they did, you're on to a winner. Something like car transporting, uh, ADR, if you've got ADR for like um, toxic goods, toxic waste goods, dangerous, dangerous materials, that comes up. Fridge jobs come up. They come up a lot more on the desktop than they do on the app, but they do come up. Um, and sometimes, you know, like flatbed lutens. So we need you flatbed luton because it's heavy, but you can't go in a normal luton van or a curtain cider because it's got to go into a car park. And these are kind of much more specialist jobs. And you'll watch them and they'll be on there. And you know that if you've got that particular vehicle, they'll pay good money. As far as car transporting, I think the best thing you can probably do is go to, like, Google Industrial Estates um, and put your card into people that have got, like... Um, you know, the mechanics, people that um, do resprays, stuff like that, people who deal with classic cars, and go, look, this is what I do. And I dare say that you, you probably will get work that way by word of mouth. That could be a good way to do it, but I haven't transported a car, so I don't know. But good luck, anyway. Um, RG800, RG809, watches from the Isle of Man. Hello, mate, how you doing? Um, and he's, he's kind of said, I love the videos, but I'm on the Isle of Man. I've got to be honest, I'm not seeing a lot of jobs ping up for the Isle of Man. I, don't, I see probably slightly more ping up from the Isle of Wight. Most of them tend to be UK. On the desktop, you'll get a lot of UK going to France, going to Belgium. Going, I've never done international. I'm frightened of the toll roads. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion that I'll end up quoting a job. It's that thing, it's like if you get a job to Scotland, it's fantastic getting a job there. But I'm always scared that I would do all the money coming back because I've done the toll roads and I hadn't got a return job and then at the end of the day you think well I've been on the road for three days and I've slept in the van and I've got the same kind of money that I've got running around home and I'm doing alright running around home and it's nice to be home uh, having said that I'd never ruled it out I had a job coming from Everything Logistics the other day and he said can you do it it's from Renault because they pay good money because it's Renault Motorsports I've done a video from there before uh, and they wanted to transport something down to the south of France and I, if I'd have sat down and calculated it I would have done it as it was I had another booking, and I'll never cancel a booking. If I get a booking, even if a better one comes in, I won't let anybody down. I just don't think it's done. And also, it was two days away from coming out here. And I thought, well, if something goes wrong, and I'm stuck in France, and I do the family holiday, yeah, that's not really the one, is it? So, there we go. Um, good question. Michael Miraz Trella. How much of what you earn stays with you? Because you've done a video that shows how much money you take on a weekly basis, which I have, which was the gross weekly take I took on one week, which was a good week, and I did say that. How much of it is your actually earnings? I would say probably 70%. I think you've got to be clever about this. You're going to lose money for tax. You're going to lose money for diesel. And obviously, if you're making good money, you're doing diesel. 
<coughs> and you're going to lose money for wear and tear. And the wear and tear is a scary bit because you think, I'm doing fair, I'm doing well, I'm doing well, and the gearbox goes, and it's like, Jesus Christ, how much? Um, but I reckon probably around 70%. If you work on that kind of figure, I think you'll be okay, which is why if you want to be earning good money, you've got to be out there running. You've got to be out there early, fetch the early jobs, get the early jobs the afternoon before. So you're up at six, you're up at half six, you're out there doing it. Then by like nine, 10 o'clock in the morning, you've got a day's wages. And if you can tack one on the end of it, you've got a good day's wages. Do that five days a week and you're covered. So that's the way I work on it. Like I'm, I'm still on this, um, someone else wants to ask you a question. Um, yeah, about accounts. Oh, David Perry asked me a question about accounts. Um, so what package do I use? I'm on QuickBooks. I still don't understand it. I go on there every week. It kind of sorts it all out for you. It goes, is this a motor expense? Is this a sales expense? And you go, click, click, click. Well, I can't tell you all about it because I'm still, Al's been doing it for a little while. If he teaches me, I'll teach you. There's no point me going on here and going, well, I use QuickBooks and I think it works like this. As soon as I actually fathom out how it works, I'll let you know. But it is good. It's more money than I'd like to spend. I hate this, all that monthly thing. Like we've had a thing with apps. Dell mate, it's a good app. It's $3.99 a month. There's one on there which was the multi-drop app which a guy spoke to me about and he said it's a good app. 30 quid a month. 30 quid a month is like Sky Broadband. There is another one out there called Road Warrior. If you're a multi-drop, go on Road Warrior. It's not as good as the, the, the circuit. It's called Circuit. It's not as good as the Circuit app, but it's good enough and it's free. And that's something else I want to do. I want to do another video of apps that you pay for and apps that are like the apps that you pay for that you don't spend any money on. Because if you don't have to spend any money, guys, all the better. But I'm, again, working on it. Uh, right, what we got there? Um, yeah, it was Michael Ogden who told me about Dalmate. And he also says that apparently Google Maps has dragged itself in the 21st century. It's got the speed meter down in the left-hand corner. Um, and then he said it's disappeared again. I'll, obviously, I can't try it right now, but I will try it when I get home. Um, I'll let you know. I like Google Maps. I think it's good, um, except for the speed meter. I tend to use Waze because there's either Waze or Navmill have both got the speed meter. Of the two of them, I think Waze has slightly got the edge. Um, but it's not always the greatest at finding locations. Something else Google Maps did the other day. It did that thing that Dell 8 did. I typed in a location like, and, and it came up with names rather than just a general postcode. And I thought, well, that's interesting. Something else I'm going to have to toss out when I get home. But And also, while we're on the subject of Michael Ogden, don't forget, he's also got his own channel out there. He's doing something very similar to me. So if you type in his name, it's Michael O-G-D-E-N. Uh, sometimes shorter videos. He was doing a few comical cartoony videos. I think he's moved away from that. So, But it's just good advice, you know? It's just another guy like me doing a job share any information so if you want to maybe click over to him give him a little subscribe trust me guys we love it when you subscribe you do these videos just because i'm on holiday it's only an hour to do this i've had to sit down scroll through check out the questions i could be lying in bed or um sitting in the corner writing which is what i've been doing um or you know probably a bit too early to drink beer but yeah if you can if you watch this you subscribe it's nice let you know that this stuff doesn't go wasted you know um Michael, room, room to 10, do I ever take bookings via the desktop? I'm always in the van. Just do it off the app, to be honest with you. Do it off the app and sometimes do it off the desktop version of the app, which is something else I'm going to have to tell you about, but leave that one with me. Um, we've done David Perry. Uh, oh, yeah, David, uh, David Perry. He's a, he was the guy who asked me about the QuickBooks. He's a Class 1 truck driver who's thinking about starting on his own as a courier because he, he says, I'm on very poor money. And that's a shame, mate. 
Because if you're a class one truck driver, you're a class one driver. Nights of the road. If they ain't paying you, that ain't right. For that, to my mind, if you're a class one, you should be on a decent wage. If you're a class one international, you should be on a proper, proper wage. If you can get on the exchange, and if you can get an operator's license, I had an operator's license when I was on the markets, and I turned it in because I'm an idiot. But if, I, if you can get an operator's license, you can pick up a seven and a half ton curtain side for round about the same kind of money as you pick up a loot and van, a decent loot and van. You've got to do the inspections on it, probably every eight weeks, so your service bills are higher, but you get two pound a mile rather than a pound a mile for doing effectively the same jobs. And it's less aggravation fitting the pallets in. The problem is that operator's license. You've got to have um, two, two and a half thousand pound or something like that available income. You've got to take an advert in a local paper. You used to have to. That was 120 quid. It's a real jump through hoops thing. It's a, once you start getting the ministry involved and um, those or whatever it is, it starts to become a headache. Having the same time at the same time, however, you do get a lot more um, money for your miles. So, yeah, see how you go with that one. To me, sometimes I think you're just better off in a Luton driving around, no aggravation, no inspections, no, and also the other thing is you can get into places where you can't get trucks into. Otherwise, you think, well, if, I might as, if I'm going to have a seven and a half tonner, I might as well have um, a 10 tonner, I might as well have a 14 tonner, I might as well have like, you know, an 18 wheeler, and where do you end? You know, so who knows? Right. Anyway, good luck, mate. If you, um, Darren Parent, if you're going to go for it, I'm here if you need me, mate. Any questions, you know where I am. Someone else asked me, said, have I got um, an email address? I have got an email address. I've got a phone number. It's on the website. If you want, call me. I will talk to you. <laughs> it's not a problem. If I'm, if I'm at a drop, I'll say, look, can I ring you back in a minute? If I'm on the road, and I'm on the road a lot, ring me. Ask me questions. People do. It's fine. I'm happy to talk to anybody. It's okay, you know. So, um, but the problem is sometimes is it comes in. I, I, I'd never go on Facebook anymore. And then maybe one day I'll go on Facebook and I'll find a comment that somebody left two months ago. And then I think they're going to think I'm ignoring them. And it comes in via messenger, and it comes in via email, and it comes in via Facebook. Lads, to be honest with you, the best way to do it is to just put a comment under one of the latest videos. Um, and that way I will see it because I scroll through the latest comments and I'll do it on a Sunday Q and A. Or call me. The number's on the website. Please call me. It's fine. So there you go. Um, yeah. Michael Hughes. <laughs> he says, I didn't realise you were an author. I am an author, Michael. <laughs> there was this thing I saw on the TV once, and the geezer turns around and he says, if you've got a dream, you've got to make that your dream. You know, so, so the truth is, I am an author. And I am a van driver second. The, the book makes me, on average, about two to three pounds a month. The courage of driving a van makes me considerably more. But if it's what you want to do, it's what you've got to do, isn't it? So I've, I wrote a second book, but I didn't like it, so I never published it. I am now in the process of writing a third book, which um, I do really like. It's totally different to the first one. The first one was an absolute wrench. Um, but this one's just fun. And in fairness, as soon as I finish talking to you, that's what I'm going to do. It's a beautiful sunny day, but I've got a little table over there in the corner. Sitting in the shade with my name on it. I might myself a cup of coffee, got my laptop, I'm just going to sit and write. That's what I do, sit and write. Then the family come down, and we have a bit of a sunbathe, and play a bit of volleyball, have a bit of lunch, go for a kip, go sit in the shade again, do a bit more writing. That's my holiday. That's, that's kind of nice for me. That's kind of... Um, that's a rest. That's what I would like to do. The problem is a lot of people want to do that. 
like they want to be Premier League footballers, um, rock stars, and astronauts. <laughs> you know, there's only so much to go around. Having said that, I think the book is good. If anyone's interested, it's called Shall I Go On Mum? And it's the title does become clear. And you can buy it on Amazon. If you go to Amazon, uh, if you've got one of them Kindly-type fruit-based devices, you can download it. I think it's 99 pence. And if you want the paperback, they'll deliver the paperback to your door. Seven quid. I wish I get 69 pence because of production costs and all that kind of stuff. But it is good. It's really good. It's If you like my videos because they're honest, trust me, that ain't a patch on what's in this book. It was a real... And, and what it's about, it sounds bleak. Both my parents got cancer. And um, one of them was living around the corner with a raging alcoholic, whereas the other one was living in Spain with someone who looked like they were trying to nick all their money. And it sounds miserable, but it's not. It's kind of the, the, the crazy, funny things that happened. And people turned around to me and they went... Um, <laughs> when I was telling people, you know, you sit in the pub and you go, you know, went, oh, this has happened, they just look at you incredulous and go, you should write a book about this. Because if you wrote... No one, if you, no one would believe it. It's truth is stranger than fiction. So I did. And I kind of thought it might be my way out. Like, I kind of thought that being a removal driver would be my way out, but that didn't work, although it did teach me a lot about the game. And being a black cab driver would be my way out. So I was on the knowledge for 18 months, but that didn't work either. Um, and then I became a career driver. And now I'm sitting here talking to you, so that's what that's all about. Finally, enough about me, let's talk about you. Um, Christopher Zerblis. I've been talking to Chris for a long time via Eva. I did, I did kind of say that I'd take him out on the road when I thought it would be possible to take people out on the road. But bearing in mind, you have got no idea where you're going to go and what time you're going to get up and where you're going to end up, and it just don't work out. So, you know, sorry, guys. But um, he's finally thinking he's taking a, taking a plunge, and he's saying um, he's got a career job with a firm. They pay about £65, £70 a mile on small vans. Um, is it still worth joining exchange? Yes, absolutely. For that last video that I did, it's really, really handy for backloads because you'll get out somewhere and they'll go, right, Chris, we've got a job for you, going out at Dunstable, off you go, off to Manchester, you get to Manchester, and then what are you supposed to do then? That's when you hit the exchange. That's when it's the best. You go, oh, look, job going, Manchester to Nuneaton. That'll do. It's half the way home. At least, it, at least I'll get my diesel out of it. So, And he says, should he go for small van or short wheelbase? Not a lot of difference between the two. Um, short wheelbase, you can do slightly more jobs, although pretty much there aren't that many. There's a lot go small van. There's not that much more that will only require a small wheelbase. And small vans are better on the diesel. What I say to people that are unsure about which van to buy, I often say, well, work out how much money you've got and then kind of look at everything because there'll be one van out there that will jump out at you and you'll go, hang on. This van here is kind of, it's only this much money, and it's round the corner from me. It looks ever so tidy, and it's got a new plate on it, and go for that one. Yeah, and it, it just go for anything, and then get yourself involved and get started. And if, you know, it's one of the things my mate Nigel says. He says, um, it's not a matter of getting it right, it's a matter of getting it going. Get it going, you get it right later. It's Jerry Rafferty, isn't it? If you get it wrong, you get it right next time, so... Yeah, I think if I'm going, I think I might be rambling today. I think I might, it might be the holiday. I've actually had some sleep for a change. It's wonderful. Anyway, enough. I've just seen the counter and how far I've gone on for. So on that note, I'm going to say goodbye to you all. I will be back and on the road by Monday. You will see this video on Sunday. I'll probably post it when I'm at the airport. Um, and I'm going to go and enjoy the last day of my holiday now. So for all of you out there that don't have these beautiful Gozo it is. Oh, Gozo. Never been to Malta before. They drive on the right side of the road and their plug sockets work, which is why I'm really pleased that I shelled out £5 on Amazon on a load of adapter plugs. Idiot. <laughs>
anyway on that note guys i hope you're all well i hope you're making money take care take money sick of being upsold at gyms my guy you're currently a base member for 90 dollars more i can upgrade you to our shred membership for 130 more you'll be a swole member and for just 300 dollars more you'll reach sweat platinum at planet fitness you'll get energy without the upsell never pushy always free fitness training and equipment for every workout it's fitness that fits your budget join planet fitness for just one dollar down and ten dollars a month cancel anytime deal ends friday may 10th see home club for details